Welcome to the Happy Healthy Mom podcast, the podcast that's all about empowering you to be the wellness CEO for yourself and your family. I'm Bree, the wife, mom, registered nurse, and certified health coach who is passionate about helping you gain the knowledge, tools, and support you need to feel empowered and in control of the health and wellness of yourself and your loved ones. Get ready to trust your instincts, take charge of your wellness because you know what's best. The information in this podcast is not intended to heal, treat, or cure. It's not intended as medical advice or to replace an individual relationship with a qualified healthcare professional. Please continue visiting with and being treated by your primary care physician or healthcare provider. Hey, happy, healthy moms. Thanks so much for being here with me today. I really appreciate it. Let's talk about 10 healthy habits that will help you live your best life. I used to think of healthy living as difficult, boring, and that it consisted only of exercising every day and eating salads all day. Over time, I've come across many people who hold similar beliefs, some you know exactly the same that I used to while others think of healthy as being on a diet, being thin, or taking a certain supplement. Healthy living, quote unquote, can look different for each of us in some areas. For example, there's no one type of diet like paleo, keto, vegan, or a type of exercise that's good for everyone. However, there are some simple practices that I wholeheartedly believe we should all be practicing. As I've honed in on my healthy living practice and worked with clients to develop their best healthy practices, I've come across some that are useful to every single one of us across the board. <clears throat> Excuse me, no matter what we health issues we have, no matter where we live, they're useful to all of us. So the first one is to use essential oils. I think essential oils are amazing and I personally can't imagine my life without them. I started using them probably close to seven years ago now, I think, and I definitely consider them an essential tool, pun intended, in my wellness toolbox. They are easy to use daily because they help improve so many areas of our life, like our mood, our overall health, our immune system. They help us detox, sleep, balance our hormones, on and on and on. And really it's as simple as diffusing them in your home. But not all essential oils are created equally. So if you find essential oils overwhelming, I have a free video that's just Essential Oils 101 that I'll link to and I break down the basics like how to use them properly, the most important factor to look for when choosing essential oils, and more. Um, I also have episode six, which is the number one fact you need to look for before purchasing and using essential oils, or episode 37, which is all about getting the most out of your essential oils. Um, And then if you search on my website at hippydippymom.com, just search for my resources page, There are some books on there as well that I have found super useful in, um, you know, helping me learn about essential oils and become comfortable in using them. Actually, I'll link to my resources page in the show notes too. 
The second thing is to journal. I used to think that journaling was too woo-woo for me, plus I felt like I would have no idea what to even journal about or that I would pour my heart out and then somebody else would read it and I would be embarrassed. Um, Then one day I just started to journal and I was amazed at the stuff that came out. I now encourage my clients and I encourage you to journal in order to help you break through certain beliefs and fears that are holding you back from achieving your wellness goals. Um, as well as just diving into more of mindset. So much of what we think throughout the day is subconscious, meaning we don't even know that we're thinking that. It's things that we've thought maybe for decades, maybe even since we've been a kid. And a lot of what we think and what we do comes from, um, you know, how we were raised, basically. Um, And you don't need a fancy, expensive journal. I got a cute notebook, I think at Big Lots, for like four bucks, and I've been using that for a while. Um, For me, I find it's easiest to journal at night, right before I go to bed. But, you know, play around with it. Find which time of the day works best for you. You also don't have to sit down for like half an hour and write, you know, maybe even just set a timer for five minutes or something. Um, When I started to, I found that kind of some guided journaling. I don't know if that's what it's called, but that's what I'm calling it, was helpful. Like I said, I didn't know what to write. So I would just find things on Pinterest, like uh, questions to ask yourself when you're journaling, and that helped me get going. So check out Pinterest if you think you might struggle with that too. Um, The next tip is to eat clean. I had to throw this one in because I consider clean eating to be foundational healthy practice. I actually created this uh, image. Um, It's a pyramid and so you know we know that the bottom part's the biggest part, it's the foundation, and it's like my wellness pyramid. And so eating healthy, eating clean is definitely down there in the bottom because if we're not doing that, um, then really everything else is Not that it's not going to matter, but it's not going to have the impact we really want it to have. We have to be eating clean, whole foods. And I have a blog post and a podcast episode all about clean eating, so I'll link to that in the show notes if you're not sure what that means or what I'm talking about or where to start. Um, The next tip is to laugh. I know it sounds silly, but laughing is so good for us. We get a rush of all the good hormones. It helps us build a great bond with the people we're laughing with, and it just feels good. It's so many people don't laugh enough. We're too caught up in the negativity of media and social media, or we're anxious and we worry a lot. My brain used to be in such a fog that I would completely miss moments that were funny. You know, my daughter would do something funny and I just wouldn't even be present, you know, in my mind. Like I'd be physically present, but I wouldn't be present in my mind to even catch it and laugh at it. And that's something I really, really regret for sure. Um, so be present when you're with others. Let go of stress and all the things on your to-do list and just laugh. Have a good time. The next tip is to look up. And again, this one might sound silly, but... It's one of my favorite super simple things to do. It doesn't cost us any money. It's super easy to do. And it all started because one day I noticed that I looked down a lot. I looked down at my phone. 
I look down when I walk. I look down to avoid eye contact with others. And so that day I just stopped where I was. I was outside somewhere and I looked up. And what I noticed was the beauty, you know, there was so much beauty above me, the sky and the trees and some clouds, maybe some birds flying overhead. And I just felt so much lighter and probably too because I stopped and wasn't paying attention to the negative stuff on my phone, but I felt like I was actually able to take a deep breath and relax a little bit. Um, so I, like I said, I very quickly felt lighter and just my mood improved a lot. So I also started looking people in the eye and smiling, but now I notice a lot of others look down to avoid eye contact like I used to. So look up, look up in the sky, look up at treetops, look up at other people and smile, especially nowadays. I, I miss being able to see people's smiles. So, um, you know, that's something that I've learned to really value and not take for granted anymore. I just need to interrupt this episode for one quick second to tell you how you can easily and quickly meal plan. Do you feel stressed around dinner time or feel like you waste money at the store because you had nothing planned? I feel ya and used to be in the same struggle boat as you until I found real plans. Real plans is the easiest way to get your meal planning done in a snap. It's totally customizable to whatever your dietary preferences and needs are. You pick which meals you want planned. Real Plans gives you the plan, recipes, timeline, and shopping list. Real Plans also has a free app so that you can easily take the recipes and shopping list with you to the store and the kitchen. You can also upload your favorite family recipes with pictures and instructions. It's so easy to use and super affordable at just about six bucks a month. Save yourself the stress around meal planning by letting meal plans plan for you. Head to hippydippymom.com forward slash real plans to learn more. I think we're on tip number six now, and that tip is to avoid fragrance. We're exposed to so many toxins these days, which wreak havoc on our health, and there can be upwards of thousands of chemicals in everyday products that we're using on, on ourselves and on our kids. So to, um, to make avoiding these toxins easy, I always suggest to avoid all fragrance. If there's any product you're using that have fragrance on it, you know, on the um, label, then you know without a doubt from this point forward that it contains chemicals, lots of chemicals. So there's actually, a video I'll link to from EWG, Environmental Working Group. It's a really short video. I think it's only like three and a half minutes, but it's one of the scientists from Environmental Working Group talking about how just that one ingredient, fragrance, can contain up to 4,000 chemicals. So I remember seeing this like meme or a little image going around social media a while ago saying, you know, a woman puts on 160 chemicals, um, you know, in the morning as she's getting ready with like shampoo and makeup and lotion and all those things. But really, I think a more accurate number would be like 10,000. <laughs> I think 167 chemicals at this point where, you know, where we're at with 
at how everything's made and manufactured, 167 chemicals would be a great goal um, because it's just not that low, unfortunately. And these chemicals and fragrance are known to disrupt our hormones, contribute to weight gain and cancer, cause skin issues, and a lot more. They can actually even affect um, your baby if you're pregnant or if you're thinking of becoming pregnant soon, um, and then cause issues for them not only at birth but like well into their life as well. Uh, so begin looking at the lotions, shampoo, cleaning products, air fresheners, just everything you use that has a scent, look at the label. Um, even if you've been told that the product is natural or holistic or um, non-toxic or any of those other buzzwords, because there's no regulation on those words, meaning that a manufacturer can put any of those words on their product, even if it's not natural, if it's not holistic, if it's not non-toxic. Um, so there's lots of brands out there that claim all those things and then you flip it over and you see fragrance on the label. Just know it's got chemicals up to 4,000 possibly. So um, there, um, oh, so yeah, I was trying to think like what resource I have for you to make it easy for you to start eliminating things and what you can use instead. Um, and so I do have a list it's a free guide that i created with 101 and yes i counted each one but there's 101 non-toxic household items so that's something i know that comes up often is like okay i have to eliminate fragrance but now what can i use that still smells good and is effective um so just check that out there's literally 101 things on there to help you start eliminating toxins um, the next tip is to watch your sugar intake. Now this one might take time to reduce our sugar. I know it took time for me. It was the hardest thing for me to do. Um, you know, it's yummy. It's literally everywhere, but it's so bad for us. Even worse than you might think. It's way worse than what I initially thought. And consuming too much sugar contributes to chronic, um, to things like chronic inflammation, hormone imbalance, mood swings, behavioral issues, weight gain, growth of cancer, and more. So in episode 65, I actually talk about how, um, how to tell if our kids' hormones are already out of whack, and sugar is one of the things that's contributing to to that, you know, if our kids are having ten temper tantrums and mood swings and depression and anxiety, um, or they're overweight, uh, just lots of things really can come from hormone imbalance, um, and sugar can be contributing to that. So check out that episode as well. So the maximum recommended daily amount or RDA of sugar for kids, like middle-aged kids, is 11 grams of sugar in a day, in a whole day. And the reason why I'm really stressing that is because most kids get way, way, way more than 11 grams of added sugar every single day. So I mentioned 11 grams is for middle-aged kids. For younger kids or smaller kids, it's less than 11 grams per day. And then, of course, as they're getting older, you know, older teenagers, then 
it would be closer to the adult amount. Um, the adult amount is 25 grams for women and 36 grams for men. Um, and you know, that includes honey, that includes juice, that includes syrup. So start looking at labels for, for that, uh, for those numbers as well. Look at the labels of the foods you're eating, the drinks you're drinking, vitamins even, and you may be shocked. I know I was. I was really shocked when I first began adding up the amount of sugar I was consuming in a day because like I mentioned, so it's 25 grams for an adult woman in a day and I was probably having over 100 grams in a day. Um, so trying to get our sugar habit under control when we have sugar cravings or when we're just used to you know, grabbing sugary foods can be really difficult. I'm not saying that this is something that's easy, but it's so important. But those cravings just take over our brain and our willpower. Um, so I'll link to some resources to help you get your sugar under control too. If you think it's a problem for you, I'll link to that in the show notes. The next tip is to do something just for you. Did you go, uh-oh, what? That makes me, I can't do that. I feel guilty. Nope, not going to do that. <laughs> so I get it. You know, as moms and women, we're constantly giving to others and doing for others. We need to be sure to take the time to do something nice for ourselves too. We've probably all heard the saying, you know, you can't give from an empty tank. And that's what constantly giving, 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 giving does. It drains us and we need to be able to replenish. So it could just mean taking a walk around the block, reading your favorite book for five to 10 minutes, getting a massage, having lunch with a good friend, taking up a hobby. You know, it doesn't have to cost money. It doesn't have to be time consuming. Just do something just for you every once in a while. And this is important because it just, like I said, just refuels us, re refills um, our tanks so that it's easier to keep giving and doing for others. And there's a really good, um, well, this is what I liken it to. I can't think of the word, but this is what I liken this situation to. So if you've ever been on an airplane, we hear the flight attendant say, you know, should the oxygen masks drop, put yours on first so that you can help other people. And it's kind of the same thing. Basically what I'm talking about is self-care. So self, give yourself care so that you're able to help others and take care of others, right? The next tip is to take good quality supplements. Today, I really feel like supplements are necessary because the food we're eating lacks essential nutrients. Um, there is an article I found that I'll link to that shares a study that was done over 50 years which showed a steady decline in nutrients in our produce. So, what it showed was that, you know, to get the same amount of nutrients in from an apple, we would have to eat like three or four apples today to get the same amount that we could have from an apple 50 years ago. Um, and that's just because of poor farming technique. Um, you know, our soil is depleted of nutrients, which means the produce doesn't have enough nutrients, which means we don't have enough nutrients. So that's why I feel like supplements are necessary. But most supplements available today are full of synthetic chemicals, harmful fillers, artificial flavor and color, and even quite a bit of sugar. So they definitely don't contribute to health. <laughs> 
The key is to look for a supplement that has food listed in the ingredients. Um, and I'll link to a site that has some of my favorite ones, but um, you know, and avoid gummies for kids. Don't give gummies. Gummies have so much sugar. I think there's one that's, you know, it's got good quality ingredients, but it has like five grams of sugar in a serving and that's too much. The last tip is to have fun. There are way too many things we stress over and worry about, so be intentional about doing something fun each day. I really hope this list shows you that healthy living isn't difficult or boring, and which of these do you already do, and which new one will you start to practice? Let me know by sending me a direct message at hippydippymom on Instagram. That's it, friends. As we know better, we do better. Take care.